Lincoln. I overslept. Damn rooster didn't crow. It's time for Early Break. Sponsored by Midwest Bank. Live from Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. I'm wrong, but I'm not. Husker Online, Steve Sipple. If I were a feral cat. And longtime college football assistant coach, Bill Bush. We get one team. Mine's the Houston Oilers. I'm, so, not, I'm not the Texans, and I'm not the Titans, so, so I'm out. This is Early Break. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Tuesday. Steve Sipple once again out in Texas until tomorrow. We'll be back, be back on Thursday. Uh, Bill Bush here. He gets here. back in town safely tomorrow. He'll just be missing the show. Okay. But we'll be back in town safely, and then we'll get a... And again, I will make sure tomorrow morning I have a bullet update immediately. Maybe we'll get maybe we'll get a food picture today from Sip. I would hope so. Didn't get one yesterday. I no. felt a little left out. You know, I was like, no. "Come on, man! We, we, I, I wanted a pre-food picture. Where's the barbecue at?" Yes. Hour two, sponsored by Midwest Bank, member FDIC, located in Lincoln at 27th and Jamie Lane. Second location coming to 70th and Pioneers. And you are donning that fine red Midwest With Bank With my name hat. on the back, Coach B. Coach B. Yes. So I, I love the hat. Love Midwest Bank. Like I said, just check in with them. They're giving away a lot of discounts. Just just mention the ticket, and they'll get you, and you'll get a lot of, lot of uh, lower uh, interest rates. I think they'd appreciate this because I, you know, I played golf yesterday, 27 holes. I thought about wearing the hat, but then I thought I could ruin it day one with the sweat. Sweat line. Yeah. So I wore a black hat to hide the sweat. Line. You know, you don't want to ruin a hat the first no. day you get it. This how, as Sipple would say, it's regal. Yeah, it's a regal yeah, hat. It's a regal hat. It's a regal hat. So I uh, would, would thank you for all of the uh, of the breakers. We have so many hats now. It's so nice in the morning to go put a hat on and have a selection of hats to be able to do. So I appreciate it very, very much. Also, Bella, the reason I'm such a big fan of uh, Nebraska Wesleyan track is the probably the, the greatest male track athlete ever there was Mark Schultz. And Mark Schultz was my roommate in college. Yes. So big fan of, of uh, Wesleyan track. Who just had their track coach retire? That's right. Wendy yes. Bellican is a legend over here. Yes. Legendary athlete to our left. Yes. Your right, my left That's in the building. Right. Yes. Uh, 464 5685. Call or text as always. You can watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Allo Channel 951. Uh, so, Frank Solich, Bill, is uh, for the second year in a row on the ballot for the College Football Hall of Fame. He went 58 19 at Nebraska. Played in a title, lost to Miami as the head coach, then went to uh, Ohio and became the winningest uh, coach all-time in MAC history with 115 wins at Ohio. Uh, they made they had 11 winning seasons or 12 winning seasons, 11 bowl games in his appearance out in his time in, in Ohio. My question to you would be, and there by the way, this year there's 41 coaches on the ballot and 179 players on the ballot. When you look at Frank Solich's overall resume, does it scream to you a guy that, that eventually should be in the College Football Hall of Fame? No Abs doubt? Okay. Absolutely nope. okay. no-brainer. And I base it all, obviously, because of uh, longevity is so hard to, to, to have in this profession. Mm -hmm. And what he did as an assistant coach, with that, which won't get him into the Hall of Fame, I understand that, but it's 58-19 – Leading Nebraska, they were in a national championship game. The reason he's going to get into the Hall of Fame is because of what he did at Ohio U. I mean, the fact that he had, he's the winningest coach ever in the match. So this is all about that's coaching. 
He went. He didn't go to a place. He didn't go to all that. Huh? He just took over Alabama. No, no, he didn't. He took over one of the worst schools in the MAC and became the winningest coach at the same school. He went. They never won it, unfortunately. But he went to four championships. Yes, he 11 did. Eleven bowls. I believe prior to to Coach Solit showing up, they'd only been to maybe one or two bowl games ever. Well, here's here's a stat. They the previous twenty two years right. before him, they only yeah. had two winning seasons. Two winning seasons out of twenty two. And did they even go to bowl games with those winning? I don't seasons? believe they did. I don't believe they did. No. And so two winning seasons, no bowl games. And I believe the school had only been to one or two ever in the history of the school. Now bowl games changed. There's more. You have to give it that credit. But he's the winningest coach ever in the MAC, and he took over one of the worst programs in the MAC. So that would be the equivalent of taking over Vanderbilt mm -hmm. in the SEC and then being the most winningest coach ever in the SEC. That's what he did. That's an instant, should be a first, first day, first round uh, Hall of Famer. For what he did for that spot, then also his longevity yeah. on how long he went into his career uh, coaching and how long he held that staff together. And he had a lot of coaches come and go because a lot of them, because they had success. So guess what happened? They got other opportunities. They got, poached. They, got, they got other opportunities for him to go. And he just held it together every single year and did an unbelievable job. So I think it's a, a slam. If you really evaluate it, if, now the problem sometimes with even Hall of Fame, it, it's kind of just uh, okay. Let me let me take a look. Uh, Frank Solich, in or out? Eh. Do the if they if someone researches him, and goes by this, okay, let's just stop and think. What did he do? Took over the worst team in the MAC and ended up being the most winningest coach in the history of that league. Enough said. Four uh, championships from their division. And eleven winning seasons. It was it eleven bowl games, twelve winning seasons. That's right. <clears throat> so starting, slam dunk. Starting in two thousand, now he his, his career ended in twenty twenty at Ohio. Yeah. Um, kicked off that kicked off a run of, of ten straight non losing seasons. We're talking about um, he had six years with at least nine victories mm -hmm. in that stretch, but never were they were never below five hundred yeah. ever for eleven straight years. They had a ten win season in twenty eleven. Frank Solich in Ohio. Yeah. It, it everything it says it, it just screams Hall of Fame, and the 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 fifty eight nineteen Nebraska, which is obviously we know is is uh, unbelievable. It's a great job. record. It's a great record. That will not be what what that uh, they look at, and and rightfully so. That's fine not to look at to, to look at that part. Also, if it's hard to factor because it's not just a sheer numbers thing. Also, the fact that being an assistant that long. Being let go at Nebraska when everyone knows he shouldn't have been let go. And guess what? Cut up off the mat. Would have been easy to do something else. Do I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not. He, he, he chose a job. Now, was in the state where he grew up, in, in the state of Ohio. But also, how about the credit for that? Mm. For, the, the, for the credit for, for, for getting up off the, off the mat and doing what... And, and doing the things that uh, that he's done, so I think that deserves a lot. That's not something I'm sure that the Hall of Fame committee is going to look yeah, they at. They won't. They won't look at that. But it's, but it's, it's the truth. Yeah. And if he's not in, it's it, it's 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 embarrassing for the Hall of Fame to not have Frank Solich in for what he did at Ohio. To, to me, it's like what you said, Bill. It, it's 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 the longevity. It, it, this is a, a profession that's yeah. yes. Eats coach, you know, spits coaches out. Yeah. You know, yeah. they, they don't last very long. Yeah. They they go and become assistant coaches. Maybe they get another chance to be a head coach, but they yeah. get spit up quickly. 
spin yeah. out. Well, we talked about, and also with that, when you are the when you when you any great head coaches or almost all coaches do any good, bad, or indifferent, whatever it is, you're in charge of everything. So when I used to talk about when I would be coaching someplace else, when Frank was the uh, with the head coach or the assistant coach, or excuse me, uh, but when he was the head coach here, I would always stop and see Frank when I was back in town because I'd be on vacation. Guess where I saw Frank at? Where at? The office. Because mm. Frank was still in the office. That's right. Ask ask Kathy Woody, ask Mary Lynn, ask Joni Duff, ask, ask those people like that. How So head coaches would be gone for about a week. So that's kind of everybody. My point is with the work that's being put in is one of the things. It, we talk about the work that gets put in. I talk about this a lot. It's like if you do all these things correctly, it doesn't guarantee you success. But if you don't do them, it guarantees you failure. So sometimes, all the time, all the effort, the ridiculous things you do still doesn't sometimes guarantee you that this is going to happen for you. But if you don't do it, it guarantees you failure. And so Coach Solich always did everything he could in that to, to make things successful at Nebraska, at Ohio U. Total numbers of head coaching years have been, what, 17 or 18? That been right, Nebraska and, and Ohio U uh, combined? No, more than that. 15 at Ohio. Uh, it was 15 and at Ohio. Here, yeah. So 21 years as a head coach. Just just look at people. You know how hard that is? That's hard. It's hard. It's really, really, really hard. So, again, longevity matters uh, with the things he's done. So, uh, again, I'd love to hear what the breakers think. But, uh, like I said, those those numbers are, are ridiculous what he did there. The all-time winningest coach in the history of the league. How's that not put you in the Hall of Fame right now? I don't know. Right now. You know, and one thing, I, I had this take a couple years ago, and I, and I think I, I still feel good about it, regarding the Hall of Fame in general. Now, it took Eric Crouch a while to get to the, the Football Hall of Fame. Eric Crouch is in the College Football Hall of Fame. But my thought about that in general is if you, you generally have four to five years in college, right? Now, now people have gone six, seven years. But in general, it's, the average is four to five years. In general, if if you were ever seen as the best player in college football for one year, which he was the Heisman Trophy winner in two thousand one, shouldn't you almost be a, like a, an automatic Hall of Fame? Yes, especially nominee? especially like I said, and think about college football is it's judged on college. It's not judged I don't on care what you did the pros. pros that, that, no, where you this. in college? Yeah. <coughs> you were I've, the best player in college football for one of your four years. Hall of Hall of Fames are something that uh, um, I I struggle with the voting <laughs> and the sure. procedures. I've been through this obviously personally, not for myself, but that but uh, just understanding the process. And generally, like you know, at least like in the some ballots, they they point out. I love when they point out how people voted. I love what it is to see how people voted. I would love to know what the the system is to get into the Hall of Fame because sometimes when things are hidden and how agendas or different things, it doesn't make sense to me sometimes on Hall of Fames. There's, I don't think there's anybody that's not going like, huh, that's interesting. How the, Or how is he not in the Hall of Fame? Or how is he not? Like I said, and some people should be putting that they shouldn't even have the waiting period. Why is Why are they waiting to put Tom Brady in the Hall of Fame, why do they have to have the, the five or ten, Come on. whatever the waiting period is, like that? Stop the when madness. someone is, when someone like that, let them in, give them their gold jacket right now, because they deserve it. And you never know when your time is on this earth. You don't know. It could be all of a sudden. It's like, oh, guess what? Maybe somebody that you don't live forever. And it's like, really, he could have been in the Hall of Fame when he's when he's a slam dunk. 
you know, uh, first ballot guy to be able to be in there. So I've always, I've always struggled with some of those things, but how hall of fames are voted for the committees, how it's done. I don't, sometimes I don't understand them very well, but, uh, maybe I'll try to, well, there's always myself. the curmudgeon journalist that wants to have his, you know, have his stance out there. And they go, why did you vote this guy? Well, I thought this, you're the only person who didn't vote him in. You yeah. know, if you want to have unanimous, some, some guys deserve unanimously to be yeah. in, you know, like Tom Brady is yeah. unanimous Hall of Famer. Yeah. If it's if he's not, then yeah. shame on whoever didn't vote yeah. for him. But he's unanimous. There's no questions yeah. asked. Somehow George Brett like was not unanimous in yeah. in MLB. Yeah. There's there's couple you know the, the most and anyone's ever got is like ninety eight point percent. So somebody like didn't vote Cal Ripken Jr. Yeah. in as a Hall of Famer yeah. right away. Why? You're just trying to make a statement. You're trying to be a that's the, more about that themselves. Loser. Yeah, that's about that's that's, that's about I'm themselves. I'm going to be the guy that does not give you unanimous. You didn't deserve it. Yes, it's, it's garbage. So, so I don't but, think Frank should be unanimous. Maybe, but no, he, he won't should be in. in. He won't be unanimous. He, he never, should be you know. in immediately. But I think he's certainly Coach, we're pulling yeah. for you. We we know he's obviously deserving. He's yes. on the ballot for a reason. He deserves to be in that conversation. But 21 years as a head coach. Do and you he realize played the, in a the, national championship. The, co- the, coach the coaches that have came through the MAC conference, there's been a lot of coaches well, come through the MAC Jerry conference. Jerry Kill was in the MAC. So a lot. Now I will say this: it the it the timing worked out for him, uh, where he was in his career for longevity there, because sometimes the the coaches that were younger that were doing a good job did move on to jobs that were uh, at least looked at as higher prestige and probably you know double to triple the income. So that makes sense. But it was still longevity. And this profession is hard. Mm-hmm. A lot of professions are. Don't give me If you think, for one thing, I'm saying that, that college coaching is the hardest profession, it's not. It's not. But it's hard. And guess what? It's, 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 it's live TV. You want to see reality TV? Check it out. That's reality TV. It plays out live every Saturday. And they talk about you and they talk about your family and they talk about all those things. And it's live. And that's how you're judged. That's how you're judged on. It, it, it's right out there. Judge and jury is right there on TV. That's how you get judged. That's a tough life. And he did a great job with it. Yeah. Uh, breakers, where do they think they, they think he should be in? The Breakers believe he should be in. I mean, people are saying that. It's still, it's still unfortunate how things ended here with Frank. It was nice to have Frank on these airwaves back in late March talk yeah. about his time at Nebraska and, and getting on for the spring game. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, you can't live yeah. in the past all the time. Yeah. We've got to move forward. And Nebraska is trying to still do that right now. You always have to look at um, when different opportunities come up, did it change? Should have been better here, obviously. Mm-hmm. Does he change as many lives as he does when he went to Ohio? Because he changed a lot of lives going to Ohio. Coaches' lives, those players that went there. He did a lot. Of, he did unbelievable amount of good for the profession and for a lot of people Then that he would have never touched those lives if he had stayed at Nebraska. So there's there, you always have to look at it that way, too. It's like, wow, he did a lot of things for, for, that, I, yeah. for that area. He changed. He changed a university. He changed the university. He did, and, and you mentioned Bill. It, you said what you know. Think about the coaches who have come out of the MAC. I mean, Jerry Kill, mm-hmm. Northern Illinois. Dave, mm-hmm. Dave Dorn also mm-hmm. was there. You had PJ Fleck, mm-hmm. Western Michigan. You've had. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. There's... Pinkle from Missouri came out of well, he, there. He, he came from the MAC. Yeah, I didn't know I, that. I was Toledo, I believe. Okay, and then Matt Campbell, yeah. of course, Toledo, Iowa State. Now yeah. came from the MAC. So mm-hmm. there's been some very successful um, head coaches out of that conference. Yeah. But for him to be able to do that, and I said. He forever changed a university. 
that's a pretty cool thing to have on have. They on expect your bowl resume. games now, right? They expect yeah. they they get they had two winning yeah. seasons out of twenty two years yeah. prior to his arrival. Now they expect to be mm-hmm. a six plus win program. And if anyone's ever going to make a trip someplace, find out what Saturday it is. It'll be the, the I think it's always the Saturday before Halloween. It's the best Halloween party in the United States of America. In Athens, Ohio. Athens, Ohio. It, it, it is the Halloween capital of the world. So if you guys want to make a trip, of all the places, Athens, of all the Ohio. Pla- Athens, Ohio. Google it. Check it out. Check it out. Claytonia John says, "I think that Bill Bush should be in the Hall of right. Fame." <laughs> no, 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 I, no. I'm just lucky. No, <laughs> no, no, no. That's very, very, very kind very of you kind for us, right there. So, thank you, yes. thank you, Claytonia yes. John. I appreciate yes. that. I don't have a job, Claytonian. Yeah, maybe the Wesleyan <laughs> Hall of Fame, right? No, no, I don't know. If my, I don't know if my one touchdown against Benedictine is going to count. Yeah, it's a well, good catch. It, 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 it's a good catch. It's better than not having a catch at all. It's one touchdown, <laughs> yeah. right? Something. No, but Mark Schultz should be in the Hall of he Fame for for track. Yes. Okay, let's yeah. get a, a quick phone call from nice. Mike. Mike, you're on early break. Go ahead, Mike. Morning, guys. I just want to mention one thing, and I suppose most people realize this, but the thing about Coach Schultz, he was swimming upstream. You know, everyone knows he didn't get the support from uh, Steve Peterson. But I remember Adrian Fiala talking one time on one of these shows uh, that he didn't feel he ever got the support, in Adrian's mind, from Bill Byrne. He said Bill Byrne did a great job building up all these facilities, did fantastic, but he kind of neglected football, that we'd slipped into maybe the middle of the pack for facilities. And so, you know, even though he didn't get that support, he handled it with class. He never complained. You never knew it. The guy's just a class act. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate that. Thank phone you, Mike. Call. Appreciate that. That that would be accurate. Well, uh, when you know when uh, when I was able to to rejoin Nebraska at a time there, it was remarkable how the facilities hadn't changed at all. I mean, it really it was really remarkable. I mean, just the, the fact that I mean, we had an indoor. Uh, but you still had about a 200-yard walk outside to get to it, down to the indoor, which that wasn't horrible. But what the facilities were comparatively, he's spot on that it, it had fallen way behind, way, way, way behind. And so there, there is some, some truth to that. And, and, uh, but like I said, uh, uh, it didn't work out. It, it should, should have been a different story here at Nebraska, but his story is still great. And now you just want to embrace the fact that that uh, Coach Solich's story is still great, and he did something to change a lot of lives and changed an entire university. One year off in two thousand four, right back at it in 05 for fifteen yeah, more years. For fifteen more years, and that was that's that's a hard hard lifestyle. It is, and he did very well at it. When we come back, uh, there, HBO's Hard Knocks is having a hard time finding anybody that wants yeah. to actually have their practices yeah. filmed. Yeah. Go figure. Yeah. I'd like to know a coach's perspective yeah. on that next on Early Break on the Ticket.